Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, guys? This is Kalo from the Get Comfy Podcast. And before we get into the next episode, I want to talk about the sponsor of the Get Comfy Podcast, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. If you don't believe me, let me explain. First of all, it's free. Second of all, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also do the hard work for you and distribute your podcast to platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, let's get into this episode. Three, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. My name is Kalo. As always, I'm here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-host. The realist, the dealist, Amanda, and it's father-daughter edition. Father-daughter edition, and it's also a great day in our our nation's history, as in the nation of the Get Comfy Podcast, because we are on episode 100 of the Get Comfy Podcast. Woo, woo, woo. I know. Sound the alarms. Do whatever you need to. You know, we have come a very long way since our small inception of Get Comfy number one. And we have gone through a plethora of hosts of just people being a part of this. That's sub, though. No, I'm kidding. I I mean, we have been. We have a lot of people that have been a part of this. And we just want to say thank you to everyone who has been a part of this. Everyone who supports the Get Comfy podcast brands in general. We appreciate you. We really do. But just remember, only the realists say. Only the realists in the rooms. So, are... what's up? Yeah, so... So, I mean, I can't really come up with a transition, but I can also say that later on in the show, we're going to treat you to a little bit of more Get Comfy goodness because... A little, little sprinkle on the cake here because later on in the show, we're going to have a little bit of the Get Comfy Game Break crew joining us. And we're going to have a little mini Get Comfy Game Break attached to the end of this Get Comfy podcast. A little, a little sprinkle on the Starbucks confetti cold cup. Yeah, that's that's something that's interesting Not to me. sponsored, but that would be fantastic if it did. That would be. You know, if we have Starbucks listeners, I mean, let's let's get something going here. We need coffee. I need caffeine to fuel the fire here. But, uh, nice glasses, by the way. Oh, thank getting, you. getting real fancy. Getting, you're time. getting dialed in. Fancy because so, I'm blonde. <laughs> I mean, I feel that. I feel that. And you know, on being blind, the lovely Mama Kimmy can vouch for it. Granted, these are just reading glasses, but she understands the world of the blind. I mean, yeah, I just don't shout accept out to Kimmy. it. Yeah, shout out to Kimmy. We love you. We support you. We here for you. Um, I want to talk today about getting into some work. You know, we got to get work done here at the Kid with Comfy a, Podcast. W e r q or w o r k. Let's combine the two. W-E-R-Q-K. Silent Q. With a little squiggly on top. Sounds about right. It's it's going to come out different, though. I know it is. It'll but hit different. A little, it'll hit different. So we're here today to talk about if we weren't doing this podcast, if we weren't in our respective fields of jobs, where would we be? You know, it'd be pretty interesting to see an alternate timeline play out if we, if we weren't in this realm of entertainment i'm gonna save yours because 
you just you just jumped the shark here. You just went off. I did on text. You did on text. And, and I just got just... shunned for it. Yeah, we had a we had a temper a little bit of a movement just because, you know, can't have it happen. I, I, got, I got the spray bottle like it's bad. Yeah, bad. A little slap on the wrist a little bit just to kind of make sure nothing gets too out of hand here. But um, I wanted to start it off at least saying that, you know, I chose the radio business because it was interesting to me. My boss, our boss, came up to us, Radimus Prime. Shout out to you. Go check out his podcast. Rad, we love you. We miss you. Can't wait to see you. Shout out to the great Radimus Prime and his podcast too, I'll Be RP Show. It's available on everything. You know, they're they're the they're the OGs. So your news are take. Yes, they are. They are the OGs when it comes to the podcast business here on our radio station. But um, one day, our lovely boss uh, heard me talk and said, you know what? You got a voice of radio and plopped me in front of a mic. And ever since then, you know, it's been an uphill battle. But now we're here at the mountaintop. We're here doing the podcast, doing everything. And before all that, yeah, you know, just before before the precipice we're doing the italian uh, is this like a what, what would you call the hand thing you know who you are it's like the you're grasping something it's like a little flick of the wrist type deal you know a little you can hold up your water bottle that's what you can do too but before all this radio stuff i was going to school to be an auto mechanic we went i got certified i am i am fully knowledgeable about how to fix repair and build a car essentially not going to say it's going to work fully but you know it'll get you it'll get you down the hill it'll get you down the hill it'll roll it'll It'll get you to the stop sign down the street don't worry will it stop at the stop sign maybe not maybe maybe, but you know who's to say it is what it is yeah exactly you know insert that little sound bite even though we don't have it um yeah, I wanted to be an auto mechanic. I wanted to work on cars, build cars. The general goal of mine was to get an old car, like an old Camaro or something, or an old pickup, and build it up into the quintessential vehicle of its time. Also, oh, you know, fancy. Yeah, like those old, uh, those old barn finds. You find them and you build them up into something fancy, something cool. But yeah, auto mechanic was my job of choice. I have also dabbled into the arts of becoming a chef, even though not about that life. Just throw me behind a grill. That's all. That's all I need. You can't become the grill master. Yeah, I could technically still become a grill master on the side. It's a little side hustle. But I'm going to pass it off to you, Amanda. Uh, What are some of the jobs you considered before defining your career path? I'm going to save the one we said on text for last. Yes. But I actually did go to BOCES as well. I shout out. Southern Westchester Bosey's shout out to you had Ward, shout out to Mr. Ward. Mr. Chef, Ward. Chef T, Chef Murphy, Chef John. Um, I actually went to Bosey's for culinary. The fancy thing. So, so I dabble with, with the cooking and the baking and the fanciness. Uh, but I got certified that knocked that knocked the exam pressure for anyone that's ever been to Southern Westchester Bosey's or any Bosey's wherever they are. But um, that's it's a lot of pressure. It's just you in a room with computers, and it's just it's it's horrible. I just pictured your culinary business like up at Bosey's being like a Hell's Kitchen, 
just like Gordon Ramsay yelling at you, like, cook, you're an idiot sandwich. He gets the lady's head between yep. the two slices of bread. It's like a high pressure thing. And, you know, it's not that it's high pressure. It's just if you're someone like me who is an absolute perfectionist, like then it's high pressure. The one thing I swore to myself that I will never make again are empanadas and crepes. I feel like those are very delicate, especially crepes, how it's thin not- they are. Okay, here's the story. Here's the tea, the culinary tea. The culinary tea. Ah! No kidding. <laughs> um, me and my friend Megan, who I got really close with her in BOCES, we decided to experiment and we wanted to make crepes just to see what it's like. We made 30. Jeez. F- 30 crepes is a, like a serious number of crepes to withhold. No. Out of those 30, only two stayed whole. Rip. I mean, the, the, the numbers they are broke, all... They broke. They split. Like, so the ratio was 2 to 28. In your defense, though, crepes are very delicate. It's not that it's very delicate. The thing is, we didn't have the proper pan. Like, crepe pans are very flat. Like, if you go to a crepe place, it's a very flat surface. There's no rip. We basically used a um a frying pan. You did it, you know. I, I, I worked with what I had. Exactly. That's you got to work. The advice for you youngins out there, you Gen Z people or whatever generation comes after this, you got to work with what you got. You have to. I mean, I've been, we've been home quarantining and I have taken up, instead of going out, getting breakfast, I've taken up cooking my own breakfast. 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 And, you know, I make my eggs in the morning. They don't have to be beautiful. But I'm have, not you, have you perfected the bacon egg and cheese? I have perfected the omelet game. I'm killing that game. Yo, omelets me... slap different. They do. They hit me... different. I've been getting fancy, you know, an omelet with some pepper jack, a little bit of sriracha in the middle. Ooh, some spicy tings going on in the morning. I have also, I have also melted hits so different. I have taken steps to work on eggs over easy, over medium as well. I I haven't perfected the yolk. Get the yolk in the middle. Is this a yolk, man? Are you cracking yolks right now? No, surprisingly, I haven't like botched the yolk game yet. But there are times whenever I flip the egg, like at, on its first flip, the egg cracks or the yolk gets a little runny. Like How it goes dare off. I make dad jokes? Do you see what you've done to me? I it's an influence thing. Like it, it happens. We we do a lot. No, but yeah. no. The trick is if you want a very like well cooked yolk. Like a lot of people, I love. When I was little, my grandma always made me fried eggs, perfect, perfectly white never like crispy perfectly white and tender and she would make an x with the fork and the best is dipping your buttered toast in the yolk Mm. but the trick is for all you egg lovers if you like fried eggs if you like over easy if you like poached the trick is if you do not want a runny egg is to take the spatula or the eggshell and pop the yolk really you pop the yolk but wouldn't it break the it would integrity. break but it cooks evenly because hmm. at least it's already that. popped majority of it is cooked you flip it you complete cooking it's not even runny 
I gotta try that. It's I, if you want like a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel, or you just want a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll, but you don't like the explosion of the yolk. The explosion. Nut. The egg explosion. Egg nut. But. <laughs> But no, it's we did it all the time because at some points at Bosey's we would sell, you know, the pizzas on Fridays. Sometimes we'd change it up and give y'all bacon, egg, and cheeses. You'd hook it up so fat with those so the, pizzas. The oh, my gosh. Is, they started doing hot wings. And I'm just like, where were you when I wanted some buffalo wings, Chef T? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a trick. different strat. That's the trick. I learned it from Bosey's as well as um, going to the deli from um, Bacon and Cheeses. You just pop the yolk with the uh, spatula or the eggshell. I got to try that. Yolk. I got to try that. I got to be on X Games mode. It's like, see, whenever I'm cooking the egg and I'm getting it, I'm about to flip it. I essentially yeet that egg. Like, I get underneath it and just slap. Like, it's, you it's done. You ain't a true yeeter because I can flip an egg without using a spatula. I can't even do that. I need a spatula. I need an apparatus to get underneath. Mm-mm. It could be my pan. Just, it just could be what I'm it, using. Shake it and boop. But my, I, I got to lubricate the pan properly. I would assume that's the reason. Because, like, it doesn't move whenever I do it. I do the shaky thing. I'm trying to get good. I'm trying to get good. My pancake game, another level. I don't have a waffle maker. Otherwise, I'd be making waffles. But I did um, the Pillsbury cinnamon rolls in the waffle maker stop see like this is what i love about the get comfy podcast and you'll notice about it in the get comfy game break we did an episode i think it's going to be either this week's episode or next week's chris and i went off on like a little tangent as well so like we're just going off on tangents we're never a proper train here on get comfy because once you start talking something it's a whole other thing we got to give you our intel yeah and you know also a fun fact there was i don't you you might fun fact friday yeah, you might remember there was a kids' cooking school in this shopping center. It was, like, near us, or near you more. And it was, like, kid chef, something like that. And I remember the class was to make a minestrone soup. And this is like, kids' cooking. It was in the shopping center near you. I don't remember the shopping center, but where I am, my town hall put it on. Mm-hmm. And I have the whole recipe book. Your girl was making monkey bread. Monkey at bread. Seven wow. years old. Monkey bread. Like, shout out to Pecanical Hills Day Camp. Y'all know who you are if you're listening to this. Monkey bread at that camp, like back in the day. Like it's monkey bread oh, slaps. It hit this completely different. Warm. Oh my god, that was so good. I got. Um, I actually found the recipe book. I got to tap into that one night. Oh my gosh! Like. Nowadays, especially, like, you know, you take for granted those skills you've learned and you're, like, not using now. Mm -hmm. But thanks to picking out a career path prior, I have learned now how to switch headlights, how to do an oil change, stuff that'll save you money, live better Walmart. Cooking-wise, you can probably... That's why I have a brother for that. See? You're you're using your resources. I have a brother, and he actually took it to... He went to college for it pursued a career in it he got his inspector's license through college to all my auto if i could speak to all my auto mechanic auto techs out there if you are pursuing this career in college whatever state you are in if your program offers you the test to take that state inspector's license for cars do it see it it helps my brother did it 
and he was very lucky he got hired like 30 to 60 days after he graduated college and having that key that key element helps so much so if you are in auto mechanics if you are in auto tech i highly recommend if your school offers the state inspector's license for that state please do take it because you'll never get another opportunity like you do when you're in school and i think that's something that people miss like we both went to trade school and Mm -hmm. we both got certifications that in the long run helped so much like back in high school we were completely different people at least i was and you know getting like sitting through those classes taking those tests you don't really appreciate it back then i think probably the best decision because if you really want a career it really puts it to the test for you and i'll be honest doing i did choose a career path in culinary at one point but i think as i did boces as much as i enjoyed cooking and baking for all shits and giggles um, it wasn't really what I wanted to do, and that's when I completely changed majors, and I'm first, I'm finishing out my college career and going to try to pursue a um, career in forensic science as a lab tech. Don't know what it's going to specialize in, and if all else fails, we're just going to be out here shaking ass, making cash. That, the, the default button, you got to hit it, making OnlyFans. <laughs> not, not you know, the, the staples, that was easy, it's going to be like default 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 nowadays especially only fans seems to be popping off so you know you got to do what you got to do and people are making so much money off that stuff too i don't want to be porn stars though kayla let's be real i mean if i can make two thousand dollars a day doing that stuff i mean not saying it'll happen but not only that twitch streams you can make some bank too you know i'm glad you brought that up without even knowing that there is an episode talking about the latest dealings in the streaming world coming out soon for the Get Comfy Game Break, so you better go check that out. But um, I also want to say, like, as a precursor to go- having gone through a transition change of picking out careers and everything, it's okay if you're in high school to not know what you want to do. Like, we went to trade school, like, in our high school years mm-hmm. and realized, you know what, this isn't for us. Going into college and not having a major is perfectly fine. Get all your general education credits out of the way. So that way, whenever you do realize what you want to do, you can just jump right into all those courses and focus on that. What I do wish that some um, colleges would do, I could be wrong if WCC does it because I already did declare a major at the time. Um, I wish for general ed courses like the first semester or like the first full year you're there, you take a class in every single major. Yep. Pick five majors because you could take five classes and you take one class per that major. Like, I wouldn't honestly mind minoring in psychology. It's a very interesting area. But um, I can get a master's degree in psychology if I wanted to. Yeah, and like... And I feel like that would set some students on a path for what they like because a lot of times you enjoy one class over another and you really get interested in the coursework i feel like some colleges should do that especially for the undecided it can actually help kids decide i took a freshman seminar class and the guy that taught it he did a assignment where he was like okay i need you to research five different areas for a major in this college i picked 
TV and radio, which was the precursor. That that's what I chose. I chose something like um, computer tech and like some other BS. And I went to research the TV or media studies. It was called over there. There's all these different names. It means the same thing. But he got me on the path to look into TV and radio production. I found a bunch of film classes I loved. I love film history. Like if I could, I would go get another degree in teaching and teach film history because I just love it that much. I know it's never too late. You are young. You know, people underestimate the fact that people our age, which is like 23, like early 20s, you have so much time. You have so much time to go and experiment with different careers, even if you don't get it right the first time. Try again, go back and look and, you know, really assess where you're at because you have so much time to live and like so much time to do everything. It's just worth trying and failing a bunch of times so you know what it's like and you kind of get the feeling for it. No, it is. And it's a lot of people don't realize that when you're in your early 20s or even when you're a freshman in high school, you, you don't really know what you want. It's you very, really don't. It's very difficult to make a lifelong decision at the age of 14, 15. That's the big thing. Like sitting in high school as a senior looking at they're like, all right, you need to pick a major. You need to pick a, like a set of colleges. You need to do this. You need you need like that was like the phrase that yeah. was passed around. And I get some people have their minds made up at that point. You know, there's people who knew they wanted to be in law. There's people they knew they wanted to be in business, stock, whatever you want to do. That's none of your business. Word. And, you know, there was me who was like, I don't really know what's out there. I don't know that there's a market for exactly this, being a podcast host. I didn't know that you can do that. I didn't know that, you know, there's people in radio. You can have certain jobs just besides hosting a show and doing that, there is other levels of jobs in a company that works for a radio station that you can hold. You can be a production manager. You can be a production assistant, station manager. I mean, there's so much more to it a lot that of they people, don't tell you. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize. And another thing, too, a lot of people, a lot of kids, and I do feel bad to this day, a lot of kids don't have the supporting families that they want. So they could really choose something that they're very passionate about but then get turned down by certain family members because they don't approve it. But it's like you got to think of it this way. The way I look at it is they're not going to school for this. They're not waking up every morning to take a class on what to do and how to do it and to do it right. They're not the ones that are going to be doing this long term that makes them happy. And that's where I'm a big believer in is. And I was told this when I was growing up, like, choose something that you could wake up every morning and be happy that you're going to work. Exactly. Like, that's the saying that you should live by. Because you're doing it for the rest of your life, like you just said. Because there's a lot of people that wake up in the morning and they're like, oh, I have to go to work. A lot of people do that. And I want to be the type of person, especially because I do want kids in the future. And I want my kids to see me wake up in the morning and be like, yes, I'm going to work. I'm so excited. I want my kids to see that. I don't want to be that parent that hates going to work every day and it makes my kids think, oh, maybe working isn't a good thing or maybe what I choose, I'm going to end up like that. Exactly. And like there are those days where you you don't feel like going to work. But listen, every job will have their good and bad days. 
Exactly. And that's the thing that people often forget that you can go to work one day, have the best day ever, and then the next day could be the worst. I mean, I can't tell you the times that we've worked on this podcast and there were scheduling conflicts, that there was times we lost full episode recordings, that, you know, people didn't match up with their times or we didn't have topics and there was a really rough week where we just had, kind of had to BS something together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it comes with it. Like everything has their good and bad. And I think that's the one thing everyone needs to understand, especially when you're just breaking into this, like high school seniors graduating now, you're going into a world that's completely different than what it was a couple months ago. And going forward, things will be different. There will be different ways about doing your job, people working from home. No, and then we as the college, former college and current college as I am, I will be honest that it is all fun and games, but it is like being in college is kind of like your full-time job. Yeah, you have your work, you have your family, but you really want to prove yourself in some way and like it's not like high school i did realize that coming out coming out into the college world um the workload is kind of doubled but you will get lucky and get those professors that don't give anything but you still want to keep up on the course anyways but it's not as easy you may say you want to go back to high school personally i don't i do prefer college over high school because i'm doing something i love I'm sticking to classes that I love. I'm not doing the BS classes like history and English and global and economics and all that. It's what you want to do. And I feel like that's why a lot of kids actually do prefer going to college versus being in high school because you are doing something that you love. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of college in the respect that you can pick the classes you want and you can dedicate it towards something you're interested Mm -hmm. in. I can't tell you the times I was in high school where I didn't like my biology class. I didn't like my earth science. I didn't like, you know, the earth, math, the earth, the, the earth science. And I can't tell you the biggest jump in grades I've ever had was between high school and college. In high school, I was barely passing D's, C's, like really bad grades. It's because I wasn't interested. I wasn't drawn in. I got to college. I'm holding a 3.9 GPA, top of the class. Yeah, and not to, like, toot my own horn, but, like, I was on the dean's list every single year. That's because I was invested in what I was doing. I'm trying for that. I'm at least trying to graduate college on that. I want to be at that level at some point. Like, I see myself, and I am the type of person to beat themselves up over certain things. Like, you've seen it. Kimmy's seen it. Mm -hmm. Timothy has seen it like we've all seen it me beat myself up and all of you just look at like what are you dumb you're like you have the schnoggin to do it schnoggin like I am trying to be that I graduated I'll toot my own horn if I have to I graduated WCC with a 3.3 see it's a big difference I graduated high school with like a two point something it's a big jump. It really is. And it's not just us. It's a lot of people. I'm pulling A's in certain classes. I've maybe pulled one A in middle school. I used to get excited over a passing grade, like a 69, lol, or like a 72. Ah, uh, he he. I used to think that was the best I can do. And then all of a sudden I got to college and I'm like, wow. Like I, be- I would beat myself up. I still do. But it's, I feel like college grades are more important than high school grades looking long-term. 
because a lot of careers, I don't care what you have on your high school degree, they more, if you have the college degrees, they, they really care about the college degrees because what you did major in shows your knowledge of what you're planning on doing. Yeah, and that's a big part of it too, where, you know, people understand that, you know, you have the ability to be smart in high school, but the education system just doesn't pair up as well as it does with college because you have more responsibility in college. You choose if you go to classes or not, and it's up to you to actually show initiative. And I think that's the big part of it. But before we go any further, I want to keep good on my promise here. I'm going to pass things over to, again, myself and Chris, aka Little Shit Stain from the Get Comfy Game Break. Hey, Yes, and we're going to be doing a little Get Comfy Game Break goodness here on the tail end of the Get Comfy podcast because we love you guys. So we're going to pass it off to you, and we'll be right back after. And we are here with the Get Comfy Game Break crew. We are joining in on Get Comfy 100. Again, we were just talking with Amanda and Kimmy over on the Get Comfy podcast. But in order to make Get Comfy 100 so, so much bigger than it should be, we decided to combine all the shows together in one and kind of do an Avengers Endgame type deal. And they said that Avengers was the best cross. Uh, oh my God. I just fucked that up. Okay. <laughs> this is what we do. This is what makes Get Comfy so great. <laughs> We're just here to bring you some laughs, man. We, uh, we, <laughs> I uh, was watching a YouTube video of this group playing Oh, wow. This is going to be a great transition. I just realized that. I was watching a YouTube <laughs> group play The Sims, and they okay. were doing like an Avengers house, and they wow. called them the Avengers, and it was like the incredible guy, <laughs> Captain, or like Commander State or something, <laughs> the Steel Man. It was like knockoff versions of the Avengers. That's us. That's us oh, here at Get Comfy Podcast. We're, we're the Joe Rogan bootleg version of everything. <laughs> But, you know, we're here in this part of Get Comfy 100 to talk about our thoughts on YouTube gaming channels at large and kind of give our top channels that we watch on a daily basis. So I'm going to hand it off to you, our resident host here on the Get Comfy Game Break. What are some of the YouTube channels you watch for gaming purposes? Well, some of my favorite channels of course um i i don't know if it's gaming purpose i mean some of it is because they i mean they make their videos based off of video games but um the misfits of course i i love the misfits they they are they're not politically correct they have some fucked up jokes but they're they're just funny with it you know it it kind of it, it's it's a messed up sense of humor but once you like once you realize that this is like how they grew up and things like that and this is how they've been speaking since like they were a kid you kind of like you know y you understand <laughs> but so like the misfits in in general uh Fitz Swagger Zuckles those are my favorite 3 Zuckles I watch him stream all the time that's he's one of my favorite He's uh, he's this kid from New Zealand, and he just has this this crazy sense of humor that like he can turn anything into a joke. 
There's one of my favorite is uh, they were playing. This was back when like Fortnite just came out, and they were playing Fortnite, and nothing was happening. It was completely silent. And all of a sudden, his mom calls him. She, she, <laughs> you just hear her in the background. She's like Mason T, and he, he's playing the game. And you see his character stops, and he goes, "Ooh, yummy!" <laughs> Got a blast, Jimmy Neutron style. <laughs> like it's just funny shit like that. But he, uh, he posted a a Warzone uh, episode. I think a few days ago, which I will, I'm going to send that to you because that's actually one of my favorite recent videos. And, uh, he's like, just, just him and his accent, hearing him say things and hearing him rage and shit is fucking hilarious. And I could uh, watch it and every day. So, you know, I'm glad you brought up, um, Zuckles and all that. Also want to say it may sound like this is just an old episode of the Get Comfy Game Break and all that stuff. But no, we still like Zuckles here. Yes. You know, it's still it's still a reoccurring thing, which is good because, you know, we like to share the platform with creators we love. And speaking of that, I have two kind of channels that are intertwined. The group Funhouse from the Rooster Teeth kind of tree of things. I okay. love them. They do, again, they do a podcast. They do weekly gaming shows, gameplays. Also, they have a branch called Inside Gaming where it delivers gaming news and stuff like that. So it's kind of like everything you need in one if you like video games. You got your news, you got your gameplay, got podcasts. Sometimes they do shorts. Hmm. And it's just a fun thing to have and fun thing to look at. Some of their videos are great. They do like weekly GTA playthroughs. They do like different courses and stuff. So it's really fun. Also, I, um, this is kind of like a bonus point here, or like a bonus, like an honorable mention, so to speak. Um, there is a commentary YouTube channel called Mimulus. He like wears a bandana and sunglasses. He never shows his face, mm-hmm. but he got he, like a year ago or two years ago. And I just discovered this. He went on to Club Penguin and he just played Club Penguin for like an hour. And he's just playing with one of his friends. And it is the funniest time like i never thought i'd be entertained watching someone play club penguin (laughs) like he he goes around like in chat he always gets banned for saying stuff because like you can't even say like heck or like your mom on get or not get comfy wow on (laughs) club penguin um but yeah so memulus is pretty fun also too i'd be remiss without mentioning like achievement hunter sometimes i just i get on there to watch their minecraft games just to kind of have it in the background. Like whenever I'm editing a video or a podcast, I throw on one of their Minecraft playthroughs and it's just nice to have in the background. Funny moments too. Also the game grumps are a great YouTube channel to check out. They do playthroughs of old games. They're doing like a Sonic heroes playthrough. Um, Aaron and Dan are always funny. They do this thing called the 10 minute power hour, which I thought that is the most genius title for a like a show if that wasn't taken i would have made that the name of this like the (laughs) the podcast because one uh, our boss radimus prime he has the power hour yeah and we can do like the 10 minute power hour it's kind of like a play on words there but yeah like it's it's fun to see like all these different youtube gaming channels all the different tastes and you know they're all not the same i think that's what's cool about it okay you know 
your what you like and what I like may might be the same as far as what games they play, but the commentary on them and the the way they play and the comedy style is totally different too. Hmm. All right, that's pretty good. Yeah, like it's it's something worth noting, especially whenever you you want recommendations. Like all these creators, I assume have plenty of videos to watch, plenty of hours of content. And yeah. still releasing content weekly, even daily at some points too. So those are some of our recommendations for our favorite YouTube gaming channels. And you know, it goes without saying, thank you for supporting the Get Comfy podcast. We appreciate it. We're at 100 episodes right now, but this doesn't mean we'll be stopping. We are continuing the grind here with all of our shows across the board. We are just... motivated more than ever. Exactly. Getting to 100 you know, you never really think about it, but that's a lot of hours of content. That's a lot of conversations, a lot of topics. Yep. And looking back on it, and I, like Amanda and Kimmy could attest to this too, the Get Comfy podcast is not the same as it was on episode one. It's a whole new host of people being involved in this. There's been a revolving door of characters that come on, like Big Mike, you know. Of course. Undisclosed Man. There's like all these other people that have been a part of it. And we just want to say thank you to all those people being a part of this journey and all of our new shows come in. We got more on the way, but is there anything you want to say in closing here on get Cuppy a hundred? Just, just thank you for the support, man. This is, this is the first podcast that I've been on and I'm, I'm looking to stay here. I would, I'm going to, I, I want to stay here and I'm, I'm just here to bring entertainment. That's, it's what I'm here for. Always here. We appreciate you here. We're going to pass things over to Amanda and Kimmy. Guys, do you have anything to say in closing? We kind of want to get your thoughts on Get Comfy 100. All right. We are back here on the Get Comfy podcast. You know, we're going to be closing out Get Comfy 100 here. And I kind of want to pass it off to you, Amanda, uh, to do the sign out here and just say anything you need to. And then we're just going to we're going to go on with the world and create more Get Comfy goodness some more content but i did join this podcast about a year ago i would not really not even a year ago maybe a couple semesters ago if you're looking at it at school and i want to say thank you guys for supporting me and letting me join the crew um i enjoy doing this because i feel like getting my thoughts out there and i can help some of the youngins with some advice especially doing the college times and the experiences and who better to go to for this advice than here where you could deal with the people that just got out of it and are going through it that's in a similar time period as you but thank you guys for all your support uh we appreciate all of y'all coming down to listen we we all know you guys like me more than dj aim but we're, we're not gonna admit that we're not gonna go there but you know again as amanda said thank you to everybody listening around the world in the united states as well you know we started this podcast in mind with entertainment at the forefront and ever since we started we've we've evolved into many different things and we've had chances big chances to interview people from netflix from marvel you know various interviews with artists from around the world and around the country like that stuff we don't take for granted because it's not possible without all this support we get and you know even meeting some of you guys i've met just in the wild, like out in the world. It's crazy to think that, you know, starting from episode one where we only got like 
two viewers on our YouTube channel to growing to over 5,000 listeners right now. And that number is growing every day. And it's important to just acknowledge the fact that we have some of the best audience in the world and we just appreciate you. Thank you. And again, the Get Comfy podcast comes out every Sunday. The Get Comfy Lowdown comes out every Wednesday morning. And then we got the Get Comfy Game Break coming out every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.